the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. What do you need from God? Right where you are standing right now. And the circumstances that you are facing currently in your life or whatever you're helping someone else with. What do you need? What do they need from God right now? Hearing God's voice will alter every circumstance. You know, I studied under a missionary for 23 years who could hear the voice of God so distinctly. And many times... I needed answers in desperate situations over the years, over the course of the time that I was studying with her. This person who God placed in my life, this missionary, would seek God on my behalf and provide insight from the Holy Spirit. The most difficult trials became much easier with this person in my life. I was about 18 or 19 years old, and I was very impressed. But things overwhelmed me as a young college student I certainly did not know how to hear the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God changes everything. I came to understand that if I could hear his voice, that I would not delay my blessings. So I found myself hungering for a personal relationship with God. I began to hunger for a personal encounter with the living God. I remembered in the word of God that Adam and Eve heard the voice of God. In Genesis 3, 8, it tells us they heard the voice of God and he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. God walking with anyone generally implies contact, warmth, you know, a good relationship. God wasn't hollering as he was walking through the garden. The Bible doesn't tell us that he was running, that he was anxious in any way, nothing like that. It tells us that they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. What do you need from God? God desires to give you what you have need of, but we must be able to hear his voice. Let's consider today the keys 
to hearing God's voice. A lady asked me some years ago, I'll never forget my answer because, you know, now she's gone on to be with the Lord. And, you know, I have this tendency to just boldly say, and I don't really think about who's there when I say it. I'll say, you know, the Lord just said, or the Lord's telling me, or the Lord's giving me this for you. And, and I'm so used to hearing his voice that I don't really take account of who I'm talking to and wonder what they believe in. I just say boldly, what the Lord is saying, what the Lord wants that person to know. And so one day, a lady from church, she said, Valerie, how do you do that? And I said, how do I do what? She said, how do you hear from God? Can you teach me to do that? I said, no, no, I can't. And she said, why not? I said, because I, I don't know how I do it. I just hear his voice. I don't know. And, you know, again, now that lady's gone on to be with the Lord. And I wish now, you know, that I knew then what I know now. Because I began over the years as more people wanted, they inquired and wanted to know how I was hearing from God. I began to look at, I began to think about, contemplate on how I came to this place of being able to hear God's voice. And I want to share that with you today because God wants every child of his to hear his voice. He wants to give you instructions. He wants to help you in every situation, every need that you have. God wants that need to be met. God desires you to give you what you have need of. We must be able to hear the voice of God. Adam and Eve, in the cool of the day, God would calm down just to talk with Adam. What a lifestyle they had. The Bible shows us from cover to cover, it shows us that God has a relationship with his people and that God desires when that fellowship is broken, that God desires to have restoration of that relationship. And so that tells us from the very beginning that God's plan was to have a relationship, an intimate relationship with God. And so therefore, we must, I learn that devotion That being close to God brought me into an intimate relationship of hearing his voice. I focused on the passion. I have spent hours and hours and hours at the cross. I focused on, you know, every Friday I would go through seasons where every Friday I would go to Calvary and I would focus on the crucifixion. I would focus on the passion of Christ. And this would be week after week, month after month. I didn't know that by doing this, I was actually drawing close into an intimate relationship with God. I began to study the word of God. I studied the life of Christ. I stayed there year after year, just inquiring and learning and growing in the spirit. And all along, I was growing closer to God. You know, I purchased a book that was only the words of God. There's a book and it's called The Greatest Words Ever Written. And in that book, The words of Christ are there. Well, I had Bibles, you know, in the older days, Bibles had the words of Christ in red. And so I I would study the words of Christ only. And I had an old Bible that had all the words of Christ in red. And I, I found myself hungering to know him more. I did not realize that that hunger was bringing me closer and closer. My love for God was growing. My love Christ was growing. The more I love the son, the closer, the more intimate the relationship became. The more I worshiped and spent time in worship, talking to God, talking to Christ, being there at the throne of grace. When I began to set up having regular prayer times and being 
pressing my way not to be late, to be on time to meet God, treating God as a person in my life and not treating him as someone that's far off, that didn't want to talk to me, that was hard to reach. When I began hungering and thirsting after that relationship, I began to hear the voice of God. I began to see how I was being instructed. And then I began to lean to that and not unto my own understanding. I began to search the word of God when I needed answers. When I was in turmoil or something just seemed so out of sorts to me and I had no answers to my circumstance, I would go to prayer and I would sit down in my prayer place. And maybe it was a problem that was really, you know, plaguing me, really after me, you know, trying to chasing me down, so to speak. I would go to my prayer time, open the word of God, take my mind off of the circumstance and just begin to read the word of God and and just completely set it aside. And I made... Psalms, my sanctuary. And so I submit to you today, make the book of Psalms your personal sanctuary. You will hear the voice of God. Set up your prayer times. Be on time to prayer. And the Holy Spirit will meet you there. The angels will come to your prayer place. Write down your prayer requests. The Bible says, write the vision down that those that read it may run with it. Write the vision down that those that read it may run with that. That's so vitally important. It's in the book of Habakkuk. Very important. Write down your prayer requests. What are you asking God to do? What is it that you want from the Almighty? God will send his messengers. He will literally, actually send his messengers to your prayer place. They will look over that list of what you're asking God to do, who you are praying for, and they will go about the Father's business, so that those prayer requests are answered. The word of the Lord says that God's word performs. And Jeremiah says that he watches over his word to be sure that his word performs. His word will perform for you. We must activate the word of God by doing the word of God. We're talking about hearing the voice of God. Don't delay God's blessings Hear his voice. When you begin to take these steps, you're going to find yourself in such an intimate relationship with God. Maybe the Lord will give you a specific day in your heart and say, set this day aside for me. Now, in those times in my life, I still worked on Friday. But even though I was busy and I was answering calls or working in a busy office, I had a busy business, my heart was with God. All day long on Fridays, I had purposed in my heart that this day, this time would be set aside for God. We look at the word of God and we see Jesus feeding a multitude. And after he's fed the multitude, he goes off to a place to be alone. So he constantly took that time away. And therefore, because he took that time away, Jesus won his battles in that time with the Lord. He was given instruction He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. When did he see the Father doing anything? He's letting us know the the secret of prayer in his private prayer time with God. He says, I only say, he said, the words that I was sent to say. The words I say are not my own, but the Father who sent me. When is God giving him these words to say? Jesus had that 
intimate time alone with the Father. And as he spent that time alone with the Father, not only does he see what God is doing, he is given instructions of what he is to do and what he is to say. Jesus has that intimate relationship, that intimate communication with God as he's walking upon the earth. Jesus made disciples of you and me, not just the apostles that walked after him and with him, but he made disciples of you and I. How can we be his disciples if we cannot discern his voice? How can we be his disciples and be sent as he was sent if we cannot hear the voice of God? The voice of God is as important to you and I today as it was to the apostles at the time of Christ. The voice of God will lead you and guide you in every circumstance. The word of the Lord says, you are above only and not beneath. How are you above only? By the spirit of God and by the voice of God. He will give you the answer that's above your situation. And you will take the victory every time in every circumstance. He will assure your victory. He will be your outcome. He will bring you the most magnificent outcome. The people who you are praying for, they will see doors unlocked. They will see answers to prayer. They will inquire of you to find out how are you hearing the voice of God. There is nothing that will ever replace time spent alone with the Father. I can pray when I'm jogging. I can pray when I'm walking. That's not the same as time spent alone, you and God, where he has your undivided attention. God has spoken with me as I walk along the road. He most certainly has. And in the times when I've been alone with him, even out in a park, maybe walking, he has said and given instructions that altered my life. But it is in my private prayer time that I learned communion. It is in my private prayer time that I had deep worship and expressed my deepest devotion to him. So then when I'm walking along the road, because I already have that relationship, I already experienced that relationship, that communion with him in prayer, then when I'm walking along the road, we're still in communion. We're still talking on a busy highway. You can be on a busy bus, on a busy train, and everything is going on around you. But the interior life, experience the silence, and the peace of God. Every child of God is supposed to hear the voice of God. It is not for the few. It is for the many. It is for all of us to hear the Father's voice. And so what's important as I hear the Father's voice? That I obey it. That I obey. That you and I obey the Father's voice. As you obey, you will find It seems like the guidance is stronger. The relationship is more intimate. You're able to draw closer to God. Not just reading the word of God is how we draw close. We must experience the word of God. How do I experience the word of God in its fullness and deep worship and experiencing the passion? You can easily acquire a scriptural stations of the cross and walk through those scriptures worshiping God, drawing close to God, going to the ascension in the Bible, 
the more you focus on the miraculous. You open a door in your life in the spirit realm, and you live in a place of expectation. David said in the Psalms, I wait expectantly for the Lord. And what did God do? He said, he inclined unto my cry. I waited expectantly. He expected God to answer his prayer. He expected God to do something in his circumstance at a time of war, a time of famine in the land. So many things went on in the world around David. But David expected God to hear his prayer. David expected God to come through with a miraculous answer to do something that he himself couldn't even comprehend or understand or even ask for because he goes exceedingly and above what we hope or ask for, according to the book of Ephesians. God wants you to hear his voice. Not being able to hear God's voice delays our blessing. God wants to alter your life today. He wants you to set up those prayer times and strive to be there on time. He wants you to spend that time in the Word. He wants you to write down those prayer requests He wants you to know when he's answered those prayers. He wants us to not simply just read the Bible as words on a page. God wants to illuminate those words and quicken in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, thus giving us revelation. We don't just pray according to our own desires and whatever's on our heart, but we pray aligned with the Holy Spirit. The more time we spend in devotion, The more time we spend in prayer, as we draw close to the Messiah, we are drawing close to God. You will find that you are no longer praying from earth. You will discover that you pray from heaven because Christ is the head and you are the body. You will no longer pray earthly prayers that are earthbound. You will pray prayers that bring the highest glory to God. And that too is a secret to prayer. It's right there in the word of God. It's wide open, but it's a secret because it's oftentimes missed. What will bring God the highest glory in what you are praying for? Are you praying about that rebellious child or that husband that you think just doesn't listen to you or that wife that you think no longer loves you? Are you praying about the economy? Are you praying about the homeless? Are you praying about the war in other countries? What is it that you're bringing to the Lord? That circumstance that you're praying about, what will bring God the greatest glory? Draw God into your prayer. That child that's rebellious, that the prodigal child, you know, the one that just doesn't seem to listen. You say hi, he says low. You say hot, he says cold. You say it's raining outside, he says it's sunny. The one that goes in the opposite direction of anything that you have to say. You're praying about a better relationship with that child, that that child would listen to you as a parent or as a godparent or a foster parent or, or a grandparent or parent. You're praying about that. But what if we prayed for that child to be able to distinguish the voice of God? What if we prayed for that child to fulfill God's purpose in his life or her life? What if we prayed that that child would serve God with their whole heart? What if we prayed that way? Draw God's desires into your prayer, and you will see magnificent answers to prayer. And that child, that husband, that wife, that co-worker, 
will have the relationship with you when their relationship is lined up with God correctly. We must be able to hear the voice of God. As you draw close to God in intimate prayer and devotion, the Holy Spirit begins to flood through our heart. As the Holy Spirit, the love of God, begins to flow to our heart, we have an intimate passion for the Messiah. Your prayers will bring miracle answers. You will see miracles, signs, and wonders will follow you. You will find the surely goodness and mercy are following you all the days of your life. If we cannot hear the voice of God, we delay our blessings. Draw close to God. Jesus said, the Father loves me. And he made it very clear that he loved the Father. And look at the power in the relationship. Jesus didn't say that to brag about himself. He said that to show us relationship, to give us understanding of what we needed to walk as a disciple, of what we needed to walk in the fullness of God. The New Testament tells us we are to grow in the full stature of Christ. God has positioned us as we have received the power of the Holy Spirit to walk in a communion relationship, to be able to hear the voice of God, to pull down strongholds, to bring manifestations of God's power into this realm, that prayers are answers, that miracles, signs, and wonders follow us. We must be able to hear his voice. Strongholds will be pulled down. The Bible tells us that only one man, only one man on earth, did God hold the sun in place. The moon and the sun were held in place to Joshua to fight the battle. I believe that in the days to come, that the moon and the sun will stand in place for many of us because God is releasing such a powerful anointing over the church. And those that are watching and waiting, those that can hear his voice, I believe some of the greatest miracles on earth have not been seen yet. Why do I believe that? Because Jesus said, the works I do, you shall do. And even greater works than this shall you do. And how are we going to do those greater works? By hearing the voice of God, by being instructed, by experiencing God. I came to a place in my life by studying under that missionary where I began to hear the voice of God. And then not only did I hear instruction for myself, did I begin to hear the voice of God for others. I began to be able to prophesy and tell others what God was doing. And then God began to show me prophecy for the nation and for other nations. It is by that intimate relationship, spending that time, God will illuminate and quicken in our heart by revelation, Ephesians 1 and 17. Remember, we're not praying according to our own desires. God sent us his Holy Spirit within us, and our spirit cries, Abba, Father, Romans 8 and 15 so that we are directed in an ongoing experience with God. So the Spirit of God has come to dwell in our hearts, within the hearts of all those who love him. Jesus said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not behold him or know him. But you know him, because he abides with you. 
and will be in you and will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. John fourteen sixteen to 18. Oh, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. But we have this treasure and earthly vessels that the surpassing greatness of the power may be of God and not from ourselves. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Oh, God wants us to experience the Holy Spirit, experience the dwelling of the Spirit of God that he has placed in us that makes us more than overcomers, that gives us the strength. He said, for mourning and ashes and weeping, he's given us the garment of praise and oil of joy. You are forever an overcomer. Being able to hear the voice of God will cause a breakthrough in your life. And the blessings, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you will cause a spiritual avalanche to happen in your life as you are able to hear the voice of God. The Holy Spirit will have expression through you. The anointing will flow over your life. It will flow over those who you are praying for. Miracle signs and wonders are awaiting you as you hear the voice of God. I'm Valerie Snead with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.